right, guys, big episode of the Nordies Podcast. We have Mark Parrish here talking all things hockey. We make our predictions on the Frozen Four. Are the Wolves destined for the playing game? And we are even playing a new game. Here we go. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How are we doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Hey, I'm good. And that's because we have a very special guest here. We have the pride of Bloomington. Ooh. Mark <laughs> Parrish. Mark, Uh-oh. how are you doing? Oh, that's put a lot of pressure on Bloomington right there. Yeah. Um, I'm doing great, guys. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, guys. I'm looking Dude, forward to this. Thanks for being here, for, man. Thanks for being back. It's been a while. It has. It's been a while. Gosh, a couple years. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're here together. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's what matters. Me too. All right, you so know, even with a gopher jersey, yeah, even with a <laughs> gopher jersey on. All right, I'm balancing it out with your, your yes, charity, right. though. Yes. You got your charity yeah, shirt on. I appreciate that. That's softening up the blow. There it is. There it is. All right, so uh, before we do anything else, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast, and uh, you know, subscribe anywhere you guys get your favorite podcast from, and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. I mean, with guests like this, it's just yeah. must subscribe, wouldn't yeah. you say? I mean, must listen. Right, Mark? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> must, must listen podcast. All right. Must see TV. Exactly. Mark, where can, where can people uh, follow you? Uh, I'm, I'm at Mark D. Parrish on Twitter. And, and I'm actually, I'm trying to, to uh, uh, spread my wings and, and get into Instagram. Really? I, I'm at Mark D. Parrish on Instagram, too. Okay. A little bit, yeah. My, uh, my, my daughter threw me completely under the bus over spring break, though. And I was very sunburnt. <laughs> Uh, I thought I could handle 45 minutes of no sunblock in, in, uh-huh. in Florida, and it was very, very stupid. Uh, I'm not even going to say naive. It was just stupid. Uh, it's like you thought, you just, hey, I'm getting the base. Just a little yeah. base down, and then we'll go sunscreen after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, smart. Yeah, and then uh, that's why I was just it's straight red down the front, and, and my daughter had, had t- taken a picture and posted it on Instagram and got my phone and favorited it from my Instagram before <laughs> I even knew anything happened. April, so, yeah. April Fools yeah. are actually no, leading was, up to no, it. No, it was just a mean daughter. Yeah. <laughs> right. just, my daughter's too much like me. You know you spend all your time indoors in hockey rinks, yeah, right? I know. Okay, okay. Yeah, just checking. I know. If you... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. Like I said, it's stupid. <laughs> all right. Uh, what are we drinking here, Jim? Dude, we're drinking uh, Head Flyers every day. And the THC seltzer. Delicious. Yeah, we it made this. Uh, my company, Through Hemp, made this with them. And had a, they had a big party last night. Sold, I don't know, 12 cases of the shit. It was awesome. So That's awesome. We're uh, we're big fans. It's just a delicious seltzer. Eric, what do you think? You get down with this? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite. Kinds. Pineapple or blackberry? What do you prefer? Pineapple. Oh, okay. I got oh. some of that too. Yeah, nice. Let's go. All I right, like the blackberry. Mark, yeah, me too. Blackberry. You're here for a cause. I, I am. Hear, we want to hear about. I you am. I'm here it. for a cause. So what are we promoting? So it, it find, it's funny that we're sitting here, Jimbo. Actually, yep. a couple years later on this 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 subject again. But uh, mustaches for kids. Is is it a charity event that it's a charity? Program, company, organization, organization. Ooh, let's like go with organization, uh, foundation um, that that started in, in the Twin Cities two th- two years ago, and it worked with uh, oh my gosh, blank dynamites. I'm sorry, dynamites uh, raised over ninety five thousand dollars for dynamites in its first year. So it's wow. been it, it was in its I think it's twelve years now. Uh, it's been and it started in L A. Uh, and no, excuse me. It started in 1999, and it's raised over 12 million. See, oh, oh my gosh, dude, you see, got I it. Didn't, you I don't even almost have notes. had to go to my notes. I was, I was there. <laughs> you guys could probably see the wheels slowly turning in my head. I almost went to my phone, but no, remember. Okay, it started in 1999 in LA, 
and they've raised over twelve million dollars to this day just for local charity organizations, local, local children's charity yes. organizations. So, what they do this whole month now coming up of April, it is it, they they clean shave. So tomorrow morning on the power trip, uh, when you be, oh. be airing this, I should say Monday morning the third on right. the power trip, they're going to be coming in, and I'm getting clean shaven Ooh. for the first time in twenty some years. I literally have not. Like I've used clippers, but I've not used a straight edge razor in twenty some years. So I'm a little worried about how <laughs> much my baby soft skin is going to break out or something's going to happen at this point. But I'm looking forward to it uh, because so then we raise we're going to grow mustaches for for kids. And anyway, excuse me, let me get back to mustaches for kids for the local the, the local organization mm-hmm. uh, with Skip and John. Uh, these they're, they're great. They they started three years ago. They raised ninety five thousand dollars for the dynamites. Last year, for firefighters for healing for Camp Red for their children's uh, uh, foundation, raised over $105,000 for it. And and it's just growing mustaches. And it's so much like what we used to do for years for Movember, Jimbo. This this group of here, Eric was on the team. And And we did the brooms. The brooms. We still have the glasses. We still have the wine glasses. We still have the wine glasses. Hey, those are great times. And I thought, you know, let's just do it in April. So I shaved my shit in already. I just. Went straight to a big bushy Tom Selleck stash. I like it. And I did this for charity. And, you know, I thought like, dude, maybe this is going to be kind of like Henry Cavill and like Mission Impossible 5. Mm-hmm. And I think I landed a little closer to like Steve Buscemi and Fargo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, somewhere what? in the middle, it's, somewhere in the middle for sure. It's for the kids. Yes, it's for the it's fucking for the kids. kids. Let's yeah, go. No, and, we're, and we're excited. We were so pumped. Um, that 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 they they decided to join forces and give uh, have Parish Family Foundation the Parish Family Fund the yes. beneficiaries this year so huge so we're, so huge we're opportunity just, uh, we're just trying to help raise raise growers that's that's the important thing honestly I, I I'm so so impressed with with this is uh, it, you know yes obviously it's about raising money and, and funds and they they want people to you know give money to it but yeah. it's more about uh, the awareness uh, for mental health obviously is very it's such a big thing for us with the mental health. And and getting more people aware of what's going on, especially with children, and mm-hmm. that and that's where we're, where we came in with we're working with the children's the Minnesota uh, Children's Masonic Home Hospital, yes. excuse me, um, and, and we're putting in the first mental health emergency room in the state of Minnesota. So it's just an emergency room for mental health. Unbelievable! Um, it's actually unbelievable. It doesn't exist yet. Yeah, it would, so and that's I, I we're fully, fully am so on board with with the parish family fund goals. Yes, awesome. So that's exactly what, and it works out well with the, with with Skip and and some of the people with the, with the board on on uh, mustaches for kids. Uh, understand that, and and what we all know is is mental health is something that that it it, it hits home for everyone, everybody. Uh, whether it's myself, like me and my family, but you know what, the rest of my family, my cousins, my the rest of my family included, everyone goes through it with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I've learned, and and it truly is something that that we need to be more aware of. Uh, and be more caring about, more understanding about. Dude, uh, you're doing so much for that, just in general. I want to salute you because over the past few years, I mean, you've become just an awesome representative for it, breaking down that stigma, tough hockey guy, right? (laughs) If they could talk about it, you're missing a tooth. And if you could, you know what I mean? Like, if you can just be real. That's a minor issue for me. That's surface that's surface issue. Exactly. So yeah, man. I mean, it's it's awesome, and it's and I'll be hitting up the audience if you're listening. I'm gonna give some details like on yeah. the podcast where you can donate. Yep. Uh, and we're and gonna be doing it all M4K, month. M4K M4KTC.com. Go on and sign up. And like I said, they're looking yeah. for growers. Go on and sign up and be a grower. We've got a bunch of events coming up. We got one coming up here on the third. 
uh, with our clean shave event coming up at Excelsior Breweries, actually, is, al- is also tomorrow night, Thursday, on the 3rd here, uh, right after. But I'll be coming clean shaven. I'll already be clean. I'm honest, Scott, I'm a little nervous. Did I you mean, inform I, the NHL network that you're doing this? I, I have. I have. And, and they said, you know, you might want to get a pin or something just so people know and don't yeah. get creeped out. And like, so we don't have to have a banner going the Especially whole time. Especially when you got no, the like, four-day-old mustache. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's going to look – it's unique. But you know what? Bally's is – Bally's and the NHL network the wild everybody uh the new york islanders everybody has actually been great uh with the support that i've t- reached out to and, and uh, uh it's great that's one of the great thing about the hockey community is 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 how much we understand that the support comes from everywhere and how much support we get from the people we want to give back where we can and, and these are the platforms and these are the areas where we can use our voice and our our situation our platform uh, to benefit the right cause and what, what matters to, to not just us, but to, to everyone we can possibly reach. I love it. You're here for a cause, and that's also just because we're going to have some fun. Let's yeah, go. I like it. I like it. I'm good at that. I'm yes. really good at that. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk, talk. we will start with some hockey talk today. We're going to start with it. the Wild, one right. of the hottest teams in the league. <laughs> yes. No finally, other place to start. They finally cooled off a little bit this weekend <laughs> with a, a loss to – uh, Vegas, a very good Vegas Golden Knights, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're still a point ahead of Dallas and Colorado here. Uh, they play Vegas again to start the week, and then the schedule kind of cools off a little bit for the final few games. How important do you think it is that they get the number one seed in the division? I think the number. I think it's huge because you you stay away from Colorado. Mm. Uh, I honestly that that's. Even though they're not the Colorado of last year going in, they're they're limping a little bit. Uh, they get a couple of those injuries back, and they don't. They're they're like a Tampa team where they'll be ready for game one. They're yeah. they're, they're, they're they're a bunch of battle worn. This yes, they won cup last year, but this that team's been through the ringer for a couple of years to get to that Stanley Cup. They know what it takes, and they can turn it on like that. That's just just like a Tampa, just like you're going to run into at their east. Literally, it's the same kind of team you're running into. You're like, you do not want that team yeah. first round or any round for that matter. But, you you, you know, and because I think that's a big step for the – for this organization, for the team as a whole, especially I think what this team has proven itself the last month without Kirill Kaprizov is mm-hmm. it's a damn good hockey team. Yeah. They're a damn good hockey team. They, they, they're they well coached. They've got a good system. They play their style. They stick to their grit with skill attitude, you know, the fourth line mentality with the first line skill mentality. Well, a couple guys get that, you know, but the fourth line mentality, they, they stick with that and – they know they can beat a team in seven games. They're going to run into a Colorado. That's a little different. That's a little scary because you're running into a cup contender defending Stanley Cup mm-hmm. team. And I think for this organization, that's the step. Get this core. Uh, because of what this is doing, I know we're going to, we'll go in more and more in this, uh, more topics in this, and I might digress, so please cut me off at any no, moment. No, you free-flowing, um, baby. But, uh, but what Billy Garen, what Dean, what, what they've built here, this is what you want to see is the goal was – uh, with with the buyouts, with with the salary cap situation that we were in, is how do we get this core? How do we get the core built so when with this opens up in a couple of years and all of a sudden we get cash, boom, we just add those pieces and we're a cup contender. That's yeah. the goal was right. That was the goal beforehand. Now that's easy to say. That's easy to say. That's really hard to actually do and actually execute. And that's the amazing thing of what Billy Garen has done and what Dean Everson has done. The little. The, the small moves that they've made, the quick decisions that they've made, the, the mentalities, the people that they've brought in, everything just has worked. 
it's it's just it's, it's actually been amazing. incredible. It's, yeah, it's, it's been so much fun to watch, and it's it's been so exciting for those of us that uh, us rink rats, us us hockey nerds uh, that really you know uh, pay attention to it. I, I, it's been so exciting the last couple of years watching Billy Guerin do his thing and watching Dean Everson having. Uh, the major pieces of a puzzle of a winning of what it takes to win a Stanley Cup put in place. You're like, wait a minute, like we got a GM that's making decisions, and not only is he making decisions, but he's making them quick. He's not messing around. Mm-hmm. He's he's like, all right, if this doesn't work, you know what? Hey, and he 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 had his time. Now, granted, like he probably he probably tell you he was patient. And he really, Billy Guerin is a very patient man. That's what makes going to make him a spectacular GM. Is he's amazingly patient. But when it comes to if he's his mind's made up. It's, it's made quick. up. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. That's what it is. So he had his chance to sit back and, and watch the Greenways and watch the Erickson X and watch the Fiala, watch watch things develop over a couple of years and made his decisions early on. And then, you know, you look at those decisions and what he's making. Like, my Lord, like he knew like they okay, were hitting Greenway needed to move. There was it was it was it was stale. It just mm-hmm. got stagnant. He's actually doing all right in Buffalo now, which is great. And that's we what him, both sides want. Both yeah. sides want the deals to work out. But how big of a deal have, have, have these these moves made? And we haven't even seen Nyquist make yeah. yet. I mean, mm-hmm. like Johansson's in here, the Sunquist. You bring in kind of a – you look at it on paper, it's tip for that. You're like, oh, it's just another big body forecheck. Well, he, he, he's more – we got a 6-6 guy that didn't really play 6-6, and now we got a 6-3 guy that plays 6-6. Yeah. You know, with Sunquist with his big size, he actually gets in there. He's got that aggressive mentality that Dean's looking for, and it's – it's nothing against Greenway. That's just his. That's his personality. That's you can't help that as a player. Like if you're just kind of a laid back mentality, that's just your thing. Well, if it just doesn't quite fit the mold, you've got to make those decisions on that. And you you look at that with the Sunquist for Greenway. I love that move. And you look at the Mason Shaws that come in and the Connor Dewars, everybody that comes up, Sammy Walker. So 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 the the feeder system, everything, all the big pieces for an organization to to be going in an absolute perfect direction are, are all there. And now you bring the superstar in. Now you got the superstar with Kaprizov. So it's like, holy shit! Here, like we have we have we have a we have a destination organization building very quickly. Like you f- very quickly after a whole bunch of, I mean, we were there with that year before with Fenn was, what the heck's going to happen? We're starting at ground zero, mm-hmm. and what this what has happened? And the first thing Billy will tell you is like, we're way ahead of schedule. I mean, yeah. way ahead of schedule. Yeah, this is what he wanted. He didn't expect it in three years. <laughs> yeah. Like, didn't expect it Well, three that's years. the thing. It's you like know, a guy like, comes onto the team, shit. you like, expect one thing, and then they just get so much better. Like, they just are – it's a team that must foster just winning culture. And every and, 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 and the stars, the fucking stars finally aligned for, for, for a hockey team in Minnesota. Yeah, like, right. Honest to God. It's like, holy shit, like, we have a superstar. Like, we got a legit bona fide top five NHL superstar. And we got a GM that knows what he's doing. We got a coach that the superstar and everybody's completely bought into and plays for. And a team that's that like great chemistry, characters brought in together. We got a mm-hmm. whole Hall of Fame goaltender who's who's helping Gustafson, who's who's um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on, on the, 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 the 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 second coming's name, the, the one of the young Jasper Wallstead. Thank you, Wallstead. There you go. Um, he's here for you. Uh, like him sitting there waiting there. So like, holy God, what a great, amazing goalie situation are we sitting in right now? Everybody's talking about the problem in Minnesota. Problem? Yeah. yeah. Well, what kind of problem is this? Oh, we have too many goaltenders? Oh, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. Like the number one it's like too goalie many, prospect Too many great quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah it's a good problem. behind the best goaltending situation in the league right now. And, and, and a lot of bringing Fleury 
Flurry, keeping Flurry was because watch what see what he's done with Murray. Like he is the ultimate team player, like the ultimate character. Just nice behind dude. The scenes, the greatest. Seems like a across nice guy. Across the board, one of the most respected players to play the game. Unbelievable teammate, and I could go on and on about Mark Andre Fleury on just a whole Mark Andre Fleury podcast. For God's <laughs> sakes. That we'll get him next guy. week. He's you can come back. That kind of guy. And, That's awesome. So like you bring him because of like, oh my God, you can have a Fleury and a Volstead, and like we had to move. You get Gustafson. Out, you see Gustafson as a backup. I mean, now Gustafson's. The, you're like, okay, this is awesome. Yeah. Like he was kind of the throw-in backup kind of guy. Maybe he could be a good backup to like. Jesus, do we have like two maybe bona fide starters here? Maybe yeah. that we, we might have not just when Flurry's ready to move on another. Oh bummer, another goalie yeah. controversy, yeah. <laughs> which is just amazing. So like all these pieces, these major major pieces. The the you need goaltending. You need a you need a number one star. You need that uh, defenseman, a number one defenseman. While we, we you maybe we don't have a, like a bona fide number one top ten defenseman but with Brodeen Spurgeon with with the mix that we have. Our decor is as strong as anyone yeah. else's, right? I mean, Brodeen's our number one, and he's an awesome number one for what we have, right? Like, if, if we were floundering decor, we'd need him to step up more offensively, but he is a spectacular hockey player, and I don't mean – I hope this none of this sounds negative on Brodeen, cause, but he's uh, – again, I, I love what, we're, what we have put in place, all the pieces and the moves that Bill Mer- Billy's making – uh, just all of them seem to hit. I like Johansson. I was I will I I was not excited about Marcus Johansson coming back. I'll be honest, uh, because I remember talking I'm talking about how fast he was, and I was not impressed with his speed mm. at all. Oh, uh, I, I, I I didn't I, I I wasn't as impressed with this game. When he did he know back. you were watching? Because uh, I mean he might have if I, he didn't know. I mean he, 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 <laughs> it was it was the it was it was the the bubble year, so it was just me and Audra in the crowd. So I <laughs> yeah, think he knew. Yeah, right. I mean it was just him. He's and looking it around was us and two teams. That's so audience. awkward. It was so weird. Strange. So I'm pretty sure he knew. But anyway, yeah, it just it wasn't it didn't seem to fit. Wow, what does is he fit in with Boldy? I, you know, like so. It's again, like even the questions where I kind of read it was like, "Ooh, Billy," but I'm like, I kind of get it. Like we need depth scoring, but man, we tried that. Didn't that we? one, yeah. What's this? There you go. Second guess the man is what <laughs> I, I'm learning. Oh, I mean, he's getting my instincts. I mean, you know, <laughs> and he knows it. He knows the game, but no, like I love it. And but he's this, again, he doesn't hesitate. So we need depth scoring. We know where we're at. So he he doesn't go. He we know we can't contend. Trade deadline. There's no Tarasenko. There's no Kane. There's the, you know nobody's coming that way. No mm-hmm. Timo Meyer. So we go to that next tier. Who's available and, and plug and play. And one of them's worked absolutely perfectly. Like, like finally got somebody skilled to play with Boldy. And oh my God, is how I mean how much fun is Matt Boldy right now? <laughs> Holy cow! You think he gives? I bet he gives Billy G a hug every time he sees him. <laughs> yeah, after right. that deal. I yes. would if I was Boldy. I mean, he's just having a ball and huge jump again, from that dude. I mean, just and I, we haven't even seen the fruits of our labor from the trade last year where we bring in Brock Faber. No. So as soon as that season's over, maybe he makes the jump and is a top six, you know, one of your six defensemen possibly. Well, I I don't know. That's a tough one because where does he go? Uh, I mean, uh, at I'd love to see him get a shot. That's the thing. Uh, it's, it, um, yeah, God, that'd be fun. I, 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 <laughs> I you, you had Nyquist. I haven't thought about that one yet. Faber, Nyquist, um, and Kaprizov for the the playoff well, run here, th- right? That was like Nyquist. I mean, and the Faber. At least you bring in you bring in some fresh legs. You never know. I mean, you, you, that's the things you just never know if they're ready for that jump until you you put them in there. You push them. So it'd be great. Hopefully, he gets a chance to to play because the the hard thing would be to if it, it's got to be before the playoffs. You yeah. can't like yeah. 
put a kid right into it. Hey, you're I mean, playing well, Dallas I, tonight. I shouldn't say that. Kel McCarr is pretty good at that. It's happened, yeah. huh? But Kel McCarr is a little special. Yeah. Uh, he's a little special. But no, it's it's same. But I love it. That's one of the things I love this time of year. What makes it fun? Like getting the young guys. Like uh, poor Kevin Weeks out at the NHL Network. He just, I think they finally just made a little little image of him saying "Welcome to the National" because he had to say it so many times over this time of year. <laughs> All the guys getting called up and everything, getting their first goal. But no, it's it's fun to see these guys get their opportunity and where they're going to go, or if if they fit right away, or if they need time. And the Athletic ranked the Wild as having the number one prospect pool yeah. in the league too. So again, there's like more all, coming. That's the thing. Like all the big pieces. That, that make an organization strong. Not not just, hey, look, we could maybe contend for a couple of years here. Like, no, like we've got all the all the foundation of, of what what a team of what the Minnesota hockey fan has just deserved. Honestly. Yes. In, in all honesty, you know, and Craig, like we have a gr- we have a great owner. Like he knows we're up against the cap. He, he we spent. He's gonna spend the money. Like he, he's shown he wants to win and he wants to get as far as he can, whether whether it's to get just like, and he, he's a realist. He knows he's not a cup contender right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just, we know we're not. But there's still the expectation to win the first round. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. There's still expectations. Like, there, there's goals. that they Like, there's still goals, and, they, they, and they, they're right along that line. They're focused on the process as an organization, literally from the top, from Craig Leopold, Matt Maker, from everyone all the way right down. Billy Guerin to the equipment managers, to the the security like it is really cool and fun to be a part and don't of they right have like now. the most like respected um i don't know what he is a scout or the the head of their scouting department and he drafts all the guys and everyone thinks he's oh, a genius uh, well there's yes and i'm blanking oh, dang it i'm blanking on his name yes you know, you know his name you brought him up um <laughs> uh well no but that's part of it they, again they have got a great staff yeah and that's what billy garen has learned i mean jimmy rutherford uh, and pitt uh, i mean the guys won three or four Stanley Cups, you know, for a reason. And he learned under him and he certainly paid attention because it's... We're seeing it. And it's just and it's just respectful and, and he's so even keel. I mean, I love, you know, seeing him up there, whether it's, you know, the game's going the good way or bad. It's always, like, oh, let's see what happens tonight. You mm-hmm. know, it's... He gets it. It's not one or game. It's not one or lost in one trade. It's not one or lost in one season. It's mm-hmm. not one. Like he, he really understands the game and gets gets what's important truly about it. Who who starts in the playoffs in that? Uh, well, after last night, I'd have to say Gus. I wasn't. Too, <laughs> Why no couldn't they go to back Fleury, to? I, I wasn't impressed. I didn't. I didn't watch the game. I just saw some of the goals, and I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think he's. Why knowing can't they Mark do the Flair, I don't think he's happy with his performance. That being said, there you go. The team That's a nice way to one say. fucking goal, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, Why can't I, they guys, I hate it when keep... I hate when the guys pick on goalies for a loss, and it's like a one goal game. <laughs> it's not like they, it's lose, like they lose three, three four one, <laughs> or like they get shut out and they lose four nothing. Oh, goalie doesn't stop a puck. <laughs> just shit the team and score. Let goal. them go in. <laughs> yeah, like you're picking on the goalie at that point. Like, there's some other issues. Yeah. Why, why can't they just keep the split that they do in the regular season in the playoffs? It's like they feel like they have to completely it's switch tough everything up because it's because the, 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 again the, the 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 momentum, passion, the the, the hot hand. You just don't want to mess with any kind of mojo mm. that you have going. And and yes, I think goal. I think I think you're seeing. Co- I think goalies are, excuse me, coaches are uh, much 
much quicker to they have much shorter leashes for the goalies in playoffs now that's for sure mm. much shorter leashes i think before it was where you truly just unless it was your goal he was just getting hung out to dry and you're like you you, just, you you're make the commitment poor guy you, you know throw it back and just out of a white flag what throwing in a towel kind of thing yeah you've made that commitment now to where like the goalies they will switch now more because of that but at the same time i think there's still that it's, you, you run the hot hand i mean a lot of goalies win con smites yeah. Not pairs. Yeah. <laughs> how, how about uh, we move to the Gophers for a little bit here? Let's do it. Okay. So <laughs> the Gophers are in the Frozen Four. They're back for the second year in a row yes. after, you know, almost two decades of disappointment. <laughs> this team feels a little bit different. I mean, yeah, they, they, they had a, a different gear that they were able to get through the first two games uh, in the tournament so far. Is this team uh, the favorites at this point, even though they lost to Michigan a couple weeks ago? Is this team the favorites to win uh, their first national championship in 20-plus years? Uh, I, I would say they probably, because of that loss, you'd probably say Michigan is the favorite, right? Um, just because of it. Uh, that being said, uh, they've got the best line in college hockey. That, I mean, that top line, uh, when, and, and especially, especially this team, uh, I think it's important for them uh, because of the, the way they, they get going downhill and they b- build momentum is to start with the lead. Uh, when, they, when this team starts, with Minnesota starts with the lead, they get confident and they get rolling and the other team starts getting on their heels and it's just they get stronger and stronger as that game goes. So, so I, you think that could even happen versus Michigan? Now, I, the other thing is, are we really getting unbiased takes here from you? Because I know that you... <laughs> completely. <laughs> your team is out. not so, in it. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah. 100% bi- unbiased. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah, if St. Cloud was in it, uh, these teams would all suck. Yeah. St. Cloud should, should and is the favorite. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, uh, no, so it's completely unbiased. Uh, no, Michigan, that's the other team. Like, I, it's... it's it was fitting that they they got split up there, Michigan, Quinnipiac, and and then BU versus Minnesota. I uh, be I would say Minnesota and Michigan are two the the two favorites to come out of that, uh, you know, and and that's I would think that's what everybody, in all honesty, all the experts want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, two best teams. Yeah. It feels like all the destiny scouts, at this point. All the like scouts. I mean, those are the two most stacked teams in the game right yeah. now. So you yeah. see, you get to see the Hughes, uh, uh, Fantilli. Fantilli, thank you. Uh, the, those guys in Michigan, and you get to see Cooley, Snugger, you, you know, so you get to see these freaking studs get to play against each other in the best game, and a one one are done. That's yeah. exactly what you want to see at every level. Like, yeah. you don't you know, you wanted to see a Crosby versus Ovechkin in the Stanley Cup every year. You know, you want to see the the the, the powerhouses when it matters most. Yeah, and you have your biggest stars in the entire country would be in the that game. That's what I mean. The three Hobie Baker finalists are yeah. Matthew Nyes, Connor Cooley. And Adam Fantilli yeah. are your three Hobie Baker finalists. So, I mean, at this point, it feels like the game of destiny, and that's why it's probably going to be BU Quinnipiac. <laughs> yeah, right? Isn't that, isn't that always the way? It yeah. always ends up it's like a third that. third place game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, the, the difference is, you know, we are actually NCAA basketball haters yeah. on this podcast. because because I don't watch it. Because the tournament's <laughs> terrible. and it's We don't have any questions on it coming Good. up. Don't worry. Good. Yeah, Dude, The tournament's terrible. It's the most overrated thing. Because it's a bunch of like future European professional players, like yeah. or they're going to play in the G- the Shanghai League. Sharks, baby. Yeah, they're yeah. never going to make it to the NBA. Where yeah. 
in the NCAA hockey at this point, there's like future yeah. phenom superstars we, in, in the league. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see some of these players in an NHL uniform in a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. We'll see Logan Cooley yeah. in an Arizona Coyote uniform. In a week I'm sure and they're half. pretty excited about that. You know, I mean, like, yeah, and and Arizona cannot wait. They Is there fans them. in Arizona though? There's yeah. hockey fans down there or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, now that they're at Mullet <laughs> Arena, now that they're playing at the uh, ASU rink. Yeah, uh, we were we were actually interviewing Clayton Keller uh, uh, at the NHL Network, and I asked him about that. I was like, I got to ask you, like the atmosphere, and and he's like, Oh, it's absolutely crazy. They, they absolutely love it. It's you know five thousand fans. Yeah, like they're playing at a college rink for the NHL, which was we didn't know how it was gonna go. They're like, Well, yeah, you know, you you, you guys obviously heard about the guy getting his finger bit off. <laughs> I didn't. Wait, but... now, what? Excuse me. And he had, we had him tell, literally the fans getting in fights, like there was a fight right across from the bench, and one of the guys, there was a finger, guy's finger got bit off in the crowd. Did not I bite it, bit it off. Bit it off. Wow. I guess it went viral. I didn't see that viral. <laughs> Dude, that's, uh, that's how hockey goes viral. Yeah. I love it. Even in Arizona. All right, so let's, fans let's make our predictions here. Do, okay. Who, who wins? Who plays in the championship game? I'll go first. I'm going to say the Gophers beat Michigan. Five to three with an empty net goal and a great game to win the title. I love that. Um, I'll just obviously I had to go with uh, my alma mater on this one. Very biased, especially because I don't really know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. it's almost all bias. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with four two, Minnesota. Okay. Um, God, Quinnipiac. See, I'm honestly Quinnipiac. Oh, just Jesus. Surprising. Like they always play really good D. It's like like Duluth. Like they they they, they just play. It's the one goal, one games, man. Um, yeah. I want to see the favorites, and I think um, I'm going to be the hater, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say the Michigan because that Fantilli is spectacular, and I think Luke Hughes is not. Been playing well, and he's got a ton of pressure. I think he's going to fucking light it up this weekend. I think Luke Hughes in Michigan is going to have a big weekend. All right. So So you're going to go Michigan like 4 3. All right. Okay. We all think be exciting either way. All right. uh, We're going to. Like again, it's probably going to be (laughs) B. All right. We're going to play a game here. It's called. 21 questions with number 21. Oh, I How about like that? It. How about like that? It. Okay, so, so you got to be like quick it. with them. Bam. Like, okay, okay. You have 21 all questions right. about your career, the ups, the downs, random things. God, I hope I remember them all. Okay. You, you might not. So You've smacked your head a few times. So Favorite team you ever played on at any level? Oh, jeez. Uh, so many options. Uh, uh, Jefferson, the high school. High school, 93 to 94. Something, man, that was magic. That was stupid fun. Stupid. I mean, you Looking won the back, whole thing. I mean, like, we just, we, we were, we, we were, we were, un- like, literally, we felt like we were untouchable. <laughs> That's like, uh, <laughs> it's the best way. Like, we did not, it's funny, like, because uh, I didn't, it didn't talk, <laughs> it didn't dawn on me how cocky we were until, like, uh, we were talking about it. It was like Matt Cullen and, like, like Wyatt Smith. We were sitting there talking about, like, rivals and they're like oh we had a big rival with so-and-so like oh god yeah morehead with so whatever and war road and thief river or whoever the fucking rivals were and they're like who are you rivals and i literally like and i did not even not without betting i was like we didn't have any rivals <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they like that was the most that's cocky. an awesome sound and, and bite. i literally didn't even think twice but the, literally that's how cocky we were like we did not in our own minds we had no rivals. dude it's awesome that you still keep in touch with those guys it's too so much fun good yeah, buddies we celebrated 30 years for the 93 team that was crazy i love it all right, uh, <laughs> yeah. best game that you've ever played in, any level. Ooh. 
God, you can pull my up, favorite. Oh man, pull uh, from the Olympics. I'm gonna you can pull have from to anywhere. say the one that pops. If you do it quick, the one that pops in my mind. Um, game six, uh, Toronto uh, in New York uh, with Sean Bates scored a, a penalty shot goal with like four minutes to play to to give us the money. I, I honestly, the hair on the back of my neck is standing up as I'm telling you guys this story. How much that game? I remember that game because uh, when when. When, when he scored, when Batesy scored, you're on a penalty shot, everybody's got to come to the bench, so we're all on the bench. And Batesy scores, and he comes over and celebrates, and, and we sat back down, and Lobby Lett's behind us. The bench was shaking. It was so loud in the building, the bench was shaking. And, and I, I don't know what the volume decibel level was, but I know it was loud enough to where Lobby Lett was standing over us, behind us, yelling at us to go onto the ice, and we couldn't hear him. He had to physically push <laughs> us. And then we like, what? He's oh. like... Go <laughs> and like, oh, okay. We could not hear him. He was right over our head, yelling at us to get on the ice to go take the face off. We couldn't hear him. That's awesome. That's how loud it was in that building. That's beautiful. That right. was that was that that's t- that's uh, that one's a tough one to top. All right, which the, was a game seven clincher, but it got us to game seven. Mm-hmm. The Let's moment you realized that you could hang in the NHL. Apparently, when you were uh, playing high school hockey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh shit, that's funny. Um. Uh, honestly, so it was my first, um, I guess my first moment, like, holy shit, I think I can do this was, um, uh, my first exhibition game in Huntsville, Alabama. We we were playing against the Nashville Predators. First time, first year they were in existence. Uh, and and it was my first exhibition game and, uh, my first shift, uh, I got a puck. Somebody passed me the puck, and I don't even remember. I just remember being a fucking blur because I couldn't believe I was in an NHL exhibition game wearing an NHL uniform <laughs> in Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> and and I, the puck came to me, and I was somewhere between the top of the circles and the blue line, and I looked down, and I'm like, well, you better fucking shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I shot, and the red light went on, and everybody came over and tapped me on the head. And <laughs> Oh, that went in. <laughs> I have no to this day. I have no idea where that puck went. I I don't know if it hit. A well, corner. we know it I fucking know went it in, went baby. It into the goalie. I literally got it, and I would, didn't know what to do because I was so fucking stunned. I was standing on NHL ice, and it went in. And I went, and I was like, ah, oh, nice shot, nice shot, good, nice shot. I went back, and I'm like, holy shit, I might be able to do this. There you and go. And that was like that, and that was like a maybe moment. But then it was that that exhibition season. Like I literally, I I think I tied with Lindros. I think we both had like six goals that exhibition season. Dang. So that it was that was like I guess that whole moment. But that was the moment. If you're gonna tell me I pick a moment, that was the one. Where it was like, oh my god, that's I can, beautiful. I can kind of just, and I, I shit, I tell you, I have no idea where the puck went. <laughs> yeah. I just don't went in. Thank God. <laughs> All right, moment you realized you didn't have it anymore. Like you were, you were like, <laughs> oh, this, is, god. this is it. So I was in oh, Dallas. Oh, oh god, god, there yeah. is a moment. Oh fuck yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad moment in your career. And I remember it. It's, I've told this story many times. We, we're doing the highs and lows here, okay? And and and, and so we were in Florida, and it, and I was I was going down, and uh, it was a th- I had the puck in the neutral zone and I was kind of somewhat stopped at the center red line and it was Madonna and James Meal that were coming up with me and they're, they're good skaters no granted but I they were like in just inside the blue line I was about the center red line like so I was halfway through the neutral zone at this point and I was like all right so I like turned and I went to skate and I looked over the shoulder and they like just crossed the line I'm like all right cool and I took a couple strides and and it was off sides <laughs> 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 
like, oh, what happened there? Wait, wait a minute. I was Teleport or what? that blue light before me. <laughs> Oh shit! So you're like, <laughs> like, what is? Does this mean something? Uh, like, that was, yeah, that was like, ah, you know, I can play a couple more years in the American League. Yeah, like Coach Reg Dunlop version, you know, slap shot it up. No, yeah, that was, that was literally, that was a, oh fuck, <laughs> <laughs> it got too fast. That's awesome. All right, favorite teammate. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, I got to go with my brother in college. Oh, that's a good I mean, one, of course. Gino, what up? Be so fun. Yeah, that was that was that was special. That was cool. I love that, and and I love that he kept uh, the the nameplate because we there was for the one year it was M Parish and G Parish, right? Mm-hmm. So I love that we have those jerseys. Yeah, uh, Mark Miller, the equipment manager, there is awesome, and he Gino with Gino was smart enough like, hey, give me those two. So we have the both our game worn black jerseys from that with M Parish, G Parish, but Gino kept them. Keeping G Parish on his last on the on the nameplate the next year he he made him keep the G oh, on there and, and a little remembrance the next year that's cool. How so. about the toughest player that you ever played with or against? Just like tough as nails. Tough toughest player I ever played uh, with, um, Boogie. I mean, hands down, mm-hmm. the guy was just uh, he was a killer, uh, and it wasn't his personality at all. He was a big teddy bear, but but when it comes to heavyweights. Uh, and I guess uh, one of them doesn't agree with me there. One of those puppies <laughs> yeah. definitely does not agree with me. Um, uh, no, Bugard for sure. I mean, he was. He, I mean, he knew he could hurt people. I mean, he knew. Yeah, he knew. Um, uh, so he was as respectful as they came. Uh, the, the 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 scariest I ever played. I Tony Twist man was just just horrifying, horrifying on the ice. He had one job, and it was to to hurt people. And he knew it, and he did it very well. <laughs> I mean, you didn't even want to like bump into him. Like on you're the just ice. Like, like you knew of his. Yeah. Like everybody. You just don't want to like, be the you, one that gets picked. Yeah, like you stayed away from like you, you like the big guys like Stu Grimson and like that. All those guys you play against like the heavyweights. They, they knew my rule. Like I, I I could play the game. Like I didn't. I could go into a corner and fight for the puck with them. Like they weren't gonna you know. But like Tony Twist, if you like, he was the guy. Like you bumped him, and like he's the Street Fighter dude. Like you bump him, like. <laughs> Oh, you want some of this? He, like yeah. instantly, like goes into that mode. So, like you had to pay attention. Like you accidentally ran into him. He'd think you wanted to go, and, and before you knew it, your teeth were in the third row. Like he was horrifyingly big, and like just, just huge. And you're time. you're getting on the ice, and your head's just on a swivel. Oh, I know. Where is he the whole time? Yeah, I, yeah. I have two jobs. Where's the puck, and where's Tony Swift? Okay. Like yeah, like oh. All right, best player you've ever been on the ice with. Uh, well, I mean, separate on the ice against with Gretzky. I mean, but but in his pr- in their prime. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, when you were out there, you were just like, this guy's playing on. A it is amazing that you there. played on the same ice as, as Gretzky. That's yeah, awesome. That one stupefied me. Uh, I remember. Okay, I'll tell the Gretzky story quick. Um, first time on the ice against with Gretzky, um, yeah. and and like your first your rookie year, you're stupefied. Your 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 whole job goal is to somehow stay in the NHL, and and the whole every game you're playing against a hero of yours. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, I'm standing on the ice against Gretzky. Oh my God, I'm standing on the ice. Against Mario Lemieux over there. Oh my God, it's Steve Eiserman. Oh my God, it's Dominic Hasek. So it's yeah. just like every team's got a superstar. So you literally like that's every game you're going through this. Constant starstruck all year. Yes, and, and so of course Gretzky. I mean, I'm going on the ice against faceoff, and I'm fucking, I'm skating on the ice, and Gretzky's standing there in the faceoff dot, and. I'm just just staring at him, just yeah. eyeballing the whole time. I cannot believe that by the time I stop at the circle, I'm 10 feet from fucking Wayne Gretzky. And then I'm staring at him, and I'm staring at him, and the puck drops, 
and I'm still staring at him. And then I realize I'm staring at Gretzky and the play's going on. <laughs> and then, so then I kind of quick stumble and I go back and I don't think much of it. And game goes on. And the next, <laughs> next day on the highlight reel, Terry Murray, our coach, is like, oh, yeah, I go through. All of a sudden this face-off comes up and I'm like, uh-oh. Did I screw up this face-off? So like, I'm thinking, it's right away when you see your number on the highlight reel, you're like, oh, son of a bitch, I fucked up somewhere. Like, what did I screw up? And they're like, yeah, where are you? Uh, Gretzky here, huh? Kind of the ice with Gretz a little bit. You know, a little starstruck. I was like, I was like, oh, you know, yeah. And I push this play. And like, I literally. Like, <laughs> you can move. see it in the you film. Can see me like frozen. Like I'm literally just, and the play's going on and I'm still staring. And all of a sudden, like you, you see me kind of realize it and kind of like fumble and like get back to her. <laughs> I, it was so obvious. I literally made the highlight film. Forget it. That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So, but yeah, so anyway, best player so in their prime. Player, in their prime, man. I mean, it's so, like Crosby like literally because you you, you you play against him and it would just be like let him do his thing over there like you almost kind of just try and contain him and take away his options and hope then he wouldn't beat you one-on-one ah uh, you know what mario mario mm. now that i think about it even mario and he wasn't even in his fucking prime and no he was terrifyingly dominant mm. now that I think about it yeah because I was trying to think of younger because it was he would have like 200 prime, point seasons Mario back not in even yeah. in his prime I'm going to put yeah he was uh, he did whatever he wanted he just did whatever he wanted I, I mean and, he, and he'd stare at you like he was a he was big too he was like 6'6 six, six. he's a big dude too that's the one thing like you didn't like really Mario was a big motherfucker yeah and, and like he big just, and skilled yeah big is super skilled and he'd like stare right in your eye like he'd stare into your fucking soul <laughs> and, and he'd just sit there with the fucking it was always like he never over stick handled he never he never did he just he did kind of what had to be done like kind of so efficient like, guy the pick was the puck was just there it was always ready for him if he needed a stick handle, he needed to shoot it was always just it was always just kind of in a nice relaxed position and then he just like a lightning bolt did whatever the fuck he wanted after that. But so he would just stare at you and he'd look at you and he'd be like, am I going to score from here? Or are you going to come at me and you're going to be on a highlight film? Either way, you're going to make sports center. Which way you want to make sports center? Like that's literally Get, how uh, he'd stare it's at you. It's like getting posterized. He would, he would do it. Like he'd literally like, you're like son of a bitch. And like you'd hear guys, uh, Chris McAlpine's got a great story of this, but you'd hear guys play against him all the time. Uh, like you, you, you'd say like, Hey, I got, I got this guy. I got this guy. I got, I got 37. I got, I got 27. I got 21. I got 66. I got 99 with Mario. You'd hear guys like, I got Mario. I got Mario. I got Mario. <laughs> they'd be in the D zone, but like calling him by name. They'd be so freaking giddy or scared. Yeah. Who they were uh-huh. trying to defend. Like he had that big of an aura about him. Like Wayne was the same way, but yeah, like it was Mario is even he was he was even not even in his prime and he was so dominant. I mean just horrifyingly dominant. All right, uh pregame ritual. Nap. Nap before the game. Yeah. Like how long before the game? Uh from either well I I it was from 2 to 4 uh or 1 to 3 as I got a little older I liked to take a little bit earlier nap unless it was a later game then I would literally nap from 2 to 5. It was an eight o'clock game. I would nap. I, I literally that would be, uh, that was my one thing. To so get up, eat, eat, get up, eat. Like if we did the morning skate, yes or no. I, that didn't really bother me what, if we did that or not. Uh, food, I kind of stuck with the same food, but as long as I ate. But like, yeah, for me, it was it was getting that nap. Yeah, I don't think I haven't heard of you being like a superstitious player. Really, no. yeah, yeah. No, I, haven't I heard didn't a lot have of that any. Like, yeah, there was no. 
like my 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 superstitions would be to like not be superstitious so i didn't have any like big like get start getting dressed i i got dressed really late like almost last minute because i just some guys love walking around in the gear like an hour early i was like keep me out of those skates until i have to put them on yeah right and uh yeah so i was that kind of guy but yeah like and i'd have like different fun little rituals i did like that would be like per teammates like sean bates loved throwing football around so like that was a fun one i did like in, in the eye but i didn't care. but you, it wasn't for you it wasn't for me but yeah. he always liked throwing football around and and like uh dallas there was a guy's like playing soccer so i rounded out this soccer game so like i was like doing i guess yeah, that would be a fun one like there was always some fun game i guess before games so whatever yeah. it was and it, i didn't care what it was but whatever the team did some like soccer game or football i guess yeah that was always, that was always for for me that was what i looked forward to before the game okay but to be honest with you, yeah whatever that game was to kill that half hour or 45 minutes between yeah. meetings or whatever whatever that might keep be keep the nerves down too yeah exactly yeah what was your favorite win you ever had like what win felt the best 90 i would say the 94 state championship um 93, I was a sophomore, I had a broken leg, so I didn't really have a whole lot to do with that championship game. Um, uh, that one, that one felt best, because that, that, like, for me, like, legit, like, there's pressure, there's pressure for Jefferson. Like, you had to keep mm -hmm. up with, the, mm -hmm. it was like keeping up with the class in front of you. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, Dan Treble is a 92 Mr. Hockey finalist, Nick Checo, 93, won Mr. Hockey, 94, Mr. Mike Crowley wins Mr. Hockey. All, you know, state championships all the way along, and you're like, fuck, like, once, like, you gotta just tow that rope. So like ninety four, like I, there was a lot. I felt a lot of pressure. All of a sudden, I was looked upon as a leader, like to keep yeah. this tradition on. Uh, so I, yeah, that ninety four delivering on that felt me, that felt fucking amazing. That was that was. It's amazing that you had amazing you went that. to the Olympics. You had a, a you know a long <laughs> successful career, and you're like, nah, I peaked it's, in high school. It's, it's high school, no Minnesota. That's Minnesota, Minnesota high school hockey. It's, a, it's special. I know high school. That's what makes the Minnesota State Tournament. So special because I'm telling you, I could tell these stories and fucking Matt Cullen would be like, "What's the worst loss?" And he'd probably say, "Fucking '94 state championship to mm. Bloomington Jefferson." Well, that's what the next one. What's what's your most painful loss? Uh, game seven. I mean, I, I sticking along that high school. Obviously, losing to Duluth East in '95 sucked, um, but but nothing like game seven uh, in Toronto and not having Pekka because Darcy Tucker fucking took him out. Yeah, that mm. one. That one brings up a few emotions there you go that one's done uh how about this one Especially when because they went on to the fucking conference finals that year God yeah damn it and like think about like we could have easily gone on that fucking run we could have gone on conference finals <laughs> when are you getting the double a state championship game because i'm sick I, i'm sick of it like lose got lose gotta lose go the man lose you lose lose gotta go lose gotta go it's a lose lose godfather uh, Lewis started it. He is the he was the first one to do the state tournament. He is he is to me. Uh, I, it is going to be a sad day. As as excited as I am uh, to, to 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 work double A as I am, and it's much no offense to doing A. And I love A. My kids are in an A program, but mm -hmm. I played double A. That was sure. where I had my success. That's where I had all my fun. So I, 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 I have a much bigger connection to the double-A tournament than I do A, uh, just 
because of because I of thought such. you crushed the whole tournament. Eh, well, thank and you. And then we get to the final games, and then you're not on them. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? I think <laughs> felt shorted. Huh? I'm seeing like, at least three man booth next year. Oh, but Lou, Lou to me, honestly, like, like Lou, like to 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 put it in perspective, like for me, like one of the greatest moments of my childhood growing up was when I heard Lou Nanny call my name mm. on TV at the state tournament. And Lou Nanny was talking about my game. Lou fucking Nanny knew who the hell I was. Like, that was an enormous moment in my life when growing up as a high school. And I remember that vividly, obviously. So I, the, the importance of Lou to me and the, to the tournament is literally personal. It okay. is like, okay. it's, it would, it, it, to me, like, and, and again, I'm looking forward, but like, when I lose, when, when we lose, lose voice, uh, from the state tournament is like losing certain Christmas carols from Christmas. Like okay, he just, this is a great his, point. His, That's his beautiful. voice yeah, this is all goes good. so hand in hand to me with the state tournament. It's like that deep for me. It's it will be emotional for me when he does. Honestly, mm-hmm. as excited as I am to, yeah, uh, certainly not fill his shoes because uh, it couldn't. But 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 yeah, it, that, that's going to be a tough one for me. Mm. As excited as I am, but that's a good question because I get asked that a lot, and 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 it is. It's a, uh, it's a, it's it's a total catch twenty two for me. Yeah, it literally is. It's, It'll be bittersweet. Yeah, that's it okay. Be. It will be. How about this? How many fights did you have in all of your career? Oh dear lord. Um, 20, 30, 30, okay. 30. What's your saying. record? I mean, oh, you don't win. I, I did not win more than I lost. Tell me, I, I lost. Luckily, luckily, you kind of get, get to the ice the quick. The thing is, is when, when well, yeah, because most of them, ninety percent of them are in practice with teammates. Oh, so, okay. so, oh yeah, ninety percent of them. And so, luckily in those situations, the teammates one they they know you got to get it out. Like, let them get it out. Don't just stop it right away because. It's just going to keep squabbling and go for God knows how long. Yeah. Just let them fucking fight about whatever girl they were fighting about at the bar. You know what I mean? And, and, <laughs> and, and, and let it get them out of the system. But at the same time, very, very, very hands-on and ready as soon as anyone gets an upper hand. Yeah, you know there we I mean? go. Yeah, yeah. So like everybody's right there. They're like, let it go, let it go. As soon as somebody gets a free hand, then there's the fist. Yeah. Then it's everybody tackles. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. So luckily enough, that's how the majority. Like you might get a. You're gonna. They're gonna let you get a couple in. They're, they're gonna let you throw your. You know. You're gonna. Yeah. Get a couple punches and, and let you know whoever was in the right get their point across i feel like you, you were you were really better lose. at fucking up your face with pucks oh yeah yeah I really than than punches because why would you want practice. both you and know against teammates in practice yeah. like my god i got hit in the face so many times from teammates <laughs> in practice it's hysterical how many stitches i got and and i, I probably god probably i can't even jesus no, i don't know 50s, 60s, or so, whatever it would be in the face, mm-hmm. and 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 I think uh, a dozen of them happened in game. Oh like, yeah, they're all Dang. in practice. Like you guys go hard. Yeah, a lot of pucks well, flying. <laughs> speaking flying. of injuries, what's the worst injury you ever played through? Ooh, um, played through that. Well, I don't know if I tech. I mean, I technically, I guess, I played through a broken leg. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one. Uh, uh, yeah, I would say it was that like one was the worst because yeah, my broken I broke my col- collarbone and shoulder. I I I played with a broken collarbone, torn labrum, torn bicep, t- tendon, torn rotator cuff. That 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 was 
It's like that, a car accident that, that injury. Sucked. <laughs> that, that sucked because I couldn't shoot. But the broken leg was way worse because I couldn't skate and I couldn't play. Like So in like 93, they didn't know it was broken, so I was trying to skate on it broken. Um, it, I broke into the section finals at the old Met Center. Yeah, that's how old I am. Okay. Our section finals were at the fucking Met Center. And uh, at least it wasn't Met Stadium. I'm not, I'm not my dad. <laughs> not my dad. Old fucker. And uh, love you, Gene. Um, uh, but no, I, so I, I, they thought it was ligaments. They had no idea it was broken. And the x-ray, it was, it, was just, it was just like swollen up. You couldn't see the swelling or anything. And so I didn't play the, the quarterfinals of the semis. Uh, and then, but again, we didn't know my leg was broken. So Saturday's like, well, come on. You, you, you felt bad because I played the most games as, as a sophomore that year anyway. So he's like, you, well, I want you to just come up for the championship game. So I got to sit on the bench and I tried going through warm-ups. And I remember just the opening warm-up, I, I was trying to just literally skate in from the blue line and shoot on the goalie. And Randy Keppel was a goalie. And I get it, and, and the shot, and he put his hands up against. He goes, "Get on the fucking bench." Uh, that, that's all he said to me, and that was so. That was my broke. That was my state champion. That's my state championship story, except for I get to sit on the bench and hobble my ass mm. out there for the celebration, which was the best part. There you go. At least you were but there yeah, for that. So, like, I guess I didn't technically. So, like, the broken leg was yeah, but I didn't technically play through it. So that one was by far the most painful that I tried to skate on. Mm. But I actually played through the shoulder thing. So that that was that one was that was a tough few months. What about the best game of your career? Like the best you ever played? Oh God, I wish my dad was here for this one. I think um, he'd remember better. <laughs> yeah. Uh you can phone a friend uh, if you need to. I would I mean, I guess probably the four goal game in Chicago, my rookie year, probably. I mean, cause because honestly I should have scored seven. I missed like three. I remember Ray Whitney giving me crap after that. I scored four goals that game, and he, he gave me crap. He's like, I should have had five assists instead of three. That like, he literally was right. Like, <laughs> he set me up on a couple that I just like hit the posts or like one that just squirted away from me. And like, so it's funny. Like yeah, that, that's how I remember those nights. My wife always laughs. Like I remember scoring a hat trick against Boston. I should have had six that night. Yeah, like I remember the ones I missed. Yeah, yeah like, so greedy. Goal scorers are so greedy. Like we're, so, we're like when we want three, we want four. Like we're, well, we're never, we're never happy. You, with dude, you we were. I mean, two, you were working for him. You were sacrificing uh, the body right out front. Like, yeah, yeah, you, that was fun though. It's funny that it's funny that like yeah, I was sacrificing. I enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> I it wasn't it. a sacrifice. No, it was fun as hell. Yeah, <laughs> what, what was the best goal that you ever scored? Um. Ooh. Uh, I scored, I think a couple, like the two that come to my mind um, was one, actually for the Islanders, my first year for the Islanders, um, there was a rebound and it was literally, I don't even know if you could find it on YouTube because we were horrible for God's sake <laughs> that year. And it, was, it didn't really mean anything. It was a kind of a worthless goal. But, but it, there was a rebound. It was in, in New York, and there was a rebound, and the rebound kicked it up, and I was coming off the bench, and the goalie went up. It went up and off the goalie's blocker or shoulder or something, and it came straight out up in the air, and it got to me at about the top of the circles, and I absolutely just one-timed it, like, waist high. Just smacked it out of the drive, air? Like, smacked it right out of the air, right in the back of the net, and I just kind of raised my hand and went back to the bench. Like, we're losing, like, fucking six nothing <laughs> yeah like six one it couldn't have made so like i, I didn't even think anything so of it. It, it, you like, knew it I was epic went back but... to the bench and like i sat back on the bench and they're like guys were like dude that was sick like, what? <laughs> like, and i kind of was like 
it was pretty awesome. You looking like, at the replay? Yeah, like, yeah. that is pretty sweet because like didn't mean anything. So it was, and it was just kind of one of those that just kind of happened. I came off the bench. It wasn't. So that that was that one was pretty sick. I wish I could find a highlight of that one to be honest with you again. But then there's the one. It might that, be out there. Uh, there's one of my my rookie year that the one that's most memorable to me. Uh, one of my my best tips I ever had was uh, when Radic Dvorak uh, shot it from like the half wall and and it was going way way wide into that corner and and I reached out with my stick and I knocked it out of the air back between my legs and the goalie's legs from like the hash marks Dang. and like the goalie like even was frozen like like what the fuck was that did you just fucking do that <laughs> the puck was going to the corner why did you do that like, <laughs> <laughs> the puck wasn't even going towards the net and that that one to me like that one, and that one's my dad's favorite and that was my rookie yeah, again my rookie year that was my dad that one that, that one we still have on a few highlight reels but that one i know that one my dad loved that one that cool. was my dad's favorite one ever best and worst professional arena you played in best um well being in american madison square garden uh the canadian boys the, the, you know they want the montreals and that they'll, they'll say maple leaf gardens and like playing in all those bu- old buildings is really fucking cool don't get me wrong but like for me as american i mean man playing the new york rangers at madison square garden that didn't pretty special that didn't get me cooler than that yeah. and especially like i was gretzky was on that team too so like there was <laughs> there's a lot of reasons msg was was my absolute favorite to play uh the worst the biggest dump uh I would have said, if had I not called it home for a few years, I would have called it the Coliseum. But no, the uh, I joke a little bit about the Islands with the Islanders. The, the Civic Arena in Pittsburgh, man, that that the igloo, what a piece of shit! <laughs> really, just in all facets, just a dump. The, the 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 locker rooms were miserable. There was nowhere to like the, the the hallways were all tight. There was nowhere to like warm up. There was nowhere to stretch. There was nowhere to like throw football or play soccer. Like you were. The only place you could hang it, like both teams were in the Zamboni entrance where they're also letting in the VIP and the Zambonis trying to get. It was just a fucking mess. <laughs> Every it was time. Just, it's just, yeah. So thank God. Because then, yeah, actually, one of my last games I played was in the new one. And wow. Yeah, that was an upgrade. Okay. Big time upgrade. So they needed well done, that. Pittsburgh. Well done. <laughs> yes. The right. PPG Arena. Ooh, Black and yeah, yellow. First class. They Best. deserved it. That, that they, Talk about an organization. With nothing but greatness and champions and everything, great fans, banners everywhere, biggest piece of shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the NHL. Like you're like this does the like, Mario doesn't deserve this. Mario doesn't, and then the lone Sydney, Gino, yeah. Yager, Jesus, yeah, the, the, some of the best comfy. Best and worst jerseys in hockey, currently, or of all time. Either way, take it. best Blackhawks, black. I'm sorry, you, the Blackhawks, the colors, they're just, they're just awesome. Yeah. I, it's the best uniform in pro sports in my Ooh, life. It, I, it, it's a it, hot take. It really is. There's nothing to like you get the black or the red or the all black. It doesn't matter what color you put it in. What white, red, black? It's mm-hmm. badass. Yeah. Um, worst. Any Florida team. <laughs> <laughs> all the Florida teams jerseys are ugly. Uh, but you know those, the Panthers it, one's kind of cool. The one the 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 lightning. The throwbacks that they did this year with the, like the raindrops, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's Ooh, really really sharp. Sam F. Hell, okay, that that is awful, <laughs> dude. I like. Are you kidding I, I me? Like, I liked it. Terrible. I'm like, dude, they just went for something. I thought that one was awful. I was like, that one should have stayed in the past. But honestly, one of the ones in, in the Islander friends are going to hate me for it because because it's come a cult favorite. But whoever the fuck that fish sticks Islanders from? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. See, they love it now. Now it's a cult favorite, but. When that thing came out, that you actually was, had to wear it. Oh, I luckily I did. Oh, okay. I okay. missed it. Yeah, I, nice. I, thank God. They had, I was the first year. 
they they did that two years before. Then they they literally did it for one year, and and everyone revolted. So then they still had the turquoise like waves and the colors going, but then they threw the old Islander blue and orange logo Ooh. on it. So like, you should have changed the colors back of the like. It's like, did you really just cheap out and just pull the label, like pull the one logo <laughs> yeah, off right. and slap the other logo on because the colors don't match. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even trying at this yeah, point. Yeah, like literally, like that's it. like you guys, you guys know you're in the NHL, right? Right. Like, you are this professionals. Matters. This matters. All right, your last question: What twenty one team right. do you actually care about now in your career? Like, who do you who do you most passionately follow now? Okay, I, I love this question. I get it asked all the time, and and I always refer to my kids for this because those poor bastards uh, have no clue who to love. They love mm. everyone. They they're like the Gophers because like with moms, moms a Gopher. Dad played for every other NHL team out there, for God's sake. <laughs> he played play mom and for St. Cloud, and he played for like a Western League team, and he's coached Orno, and he played for Jefferson. Like, I, I honestly don't even see uniforms anymore. I, I, I don't. I cheer for the Gophers. I cheer for the Wild. Like, I cheer for Minnesota hockey. Okay. Uh, honestly, is what I do. Like, I, 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 I'm as much as like, my, like I've just played and worn so many uniforms. I mean, and and nothing will ever top when you get to pull on your country's uniforms. You you get to pull, uh, like your jersey. There's something special, like the crest. When you pull on a jersey and you see that crest, and like when you're pulling it overhead and you kind of just see it going over, and you're pulling it over your shoulders, like you rep, you know you're representing something much greater than yourself. Mm. Uh, and when all of a sudden it's your colors, your your country's colors, and like you see USA, like there is nothing like that feeling. Nothing like that feeling, like being chosen. To represent your country is 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 just mind blowing. It's mind blowing, literally. Uh, that that is truly like that that that's about it. But but when it comes to who I cheer for, honestly, because I've had so many friends on different teams, I just want good hockey. Good hockey I in just Minnesota. Want good hockey in Minnesota to come out. I want I want I, like hey, I want the Gophers. I want I want Motsko. I want my buddy Paulie Martin. Yeah. I want those guys to bring yeah. home a champion in Minnesota. We're yes. we're the state of hockey, and I want I don't care who gives a rat's ass team from whatever college if it's Minnesota. I want trophies galore. Yeah, yep. I, agree. I love that. Hey, and you know what? If you're going for good hockey and Minnesota, it's a good time to be a hockey fan right yeah. now. Yes, so it, that's kind of really, nice. Yes, it is. Yeah. Very good. All right, so we're gonna rapid fire a few other sports stories here. Um, we're gonna check in with Jimmy Courtside. Oh God, Ooh. no, please don't. Uh, Jimmy Courtside, uh, what do you think about where the Wolves are right now? Uh, they look pl- play in game bound. Uh, I know they're all sick. They're <laughs> banged up. Nas Reed most likely out for the year yes, with a broken hand or broken arm. Yeah, I think it's looking. It's definitely looking kind of grim. Um, you know, they had a few wins in a row, which was super nice, and that was exciting. And I do think that that's still the team we got. I think that truly everybody that that game the other night, where they blew like a huge lead in the third, it was yeah. horrendous. I was there; it was horrendous to watch. Uh, they were puking during half. Like Ant was literally vomiting, like, and then he went out. Literally. Yeah, like oh, he thought, didn't. Like oh, nobody looked like themselves, and that's... I just genuinely think they all played through horrible sick illness so yeah. i'm gonna just let that one go and they're gonna play tonight actually they may be playing right now um and we're gonna see what happens dude we got the blazers yeah. they kind of stink we better win that yeah, game they're like tanking so yeah i mean I, i'm okay with it it's all exciting i'm happy to be playing meaningful basketball like this late in the season i i, I will say this it is it's i uh, 
as much as you guys know how much I pay attention to basketball, I don't even <laughs> pretend to, to, to know anything about it. Um, I absolutely love the buzz that's going on right now in this state with, yes. with the sports teams in this winter. So I just want to throw that in. Like, All right, good. I know, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not a, I wouldn't say a Wolves fan, but at the same time, I'm certainly a supporter. And I love the fact that everybody's excited about all the sports fans right now. Like, it's, it's fun being on, on air right now on the Power Trip because everything's yeah, good for everybody. Know, like, it's, so, it's super cool. No, so I'll go that. I, I'm actually it's great. We got Ant, we got Jefferson, we got Capriza. I mean, we yeah. have all these young stars. Yeah, it's like, awesome. It's, it's super exciting. It's a, it's fun to have Minnesota be a fun sports town. Like, to be finally great be sports one town. of these types. Like, but it's the, not the always fun. The fan base has always been there. <laughs> yes. That's the great thing. The fan base has always been here. Yeah. Anybody you talk to at pro sports, I've talked to all, even across the board, even basketball players, Minnesota is awesome. So, like we support our teams. Yeah, I, mean, I love like, it. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it, so we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't know. I do think that we will win our play-in game if we get one, and we'll probably lose to the Suns or. And and are nuggets. you are you wanting to keep Finch at that point? If that yeah, I, I'm fine with Finch. I think he's good. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, you know, he's about 500 with his his record here. Um, but when you look at some of these young players that he's coached up, like that's a huge deal. Like they actually got better, Jaden and. Obviously, Ant and Nas took a huge leap, and yeah. you know, even Slomo's playing some of the best basketball he's ever played. And it's like, well, I wonder why that is, you know. And, and maybe it, it translates to wins. Hopefully, it does. But it, you got to give him some credit for the development. So no, I want to keep him. I, I like that. It's I want him point. another year. How about this? Uh, we are NCAA tournament haters. Do these championship games get you excited? Right now, we're actually currently watching LSU versus the Caitlin Clark's, uh, <laughs> also known as the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, I watched the semifinal, and I'm not I'm not always a huge women's basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Um, found myself wanting to be part of the Caitlin Clark mania, right? And tuned in, and she was insane. I mean, she scored 41 points, and okay, so you're watching that game, yeah? Yeah, but uh, she's kind of a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> she was she seemed like the worst teammate ever. She's yelling at everybody, or what? She's yelling at the ref. She's yelling at her teammates. She's yelling at the other team. She's I don't know. I mean, she had she had that viral clip where you know one of the gals on the other team was pulling up and yeah. you know was was open for a three and Caitlin Clark just waved off yeah, that her was pretty, teammates, just that let was her shoot great. her and she didn't shoot, she passed. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that was kind of kind of cocky. I, I'm I'm pulling for Iowa because I feel like they have they need this. Like they don't get and Louisiana, like this. dude. Who cares? Um, you know. And then the other one in the men's, um, they have uh, San Diego State and UConn. Okay. Um, Whatever. I'm not going to tune in. You're, yes, you will. No. You'll have it on. I won't. I don't Actually, care. I believe him. I don't care who wins. I don't know a player on either team. I don't know a coach on either team. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, It'll come and go for me, too, I bet. I, I asked. You, do you try to watch that stuff? I mean, I you don't, don't feel watch, like you have so to. I don't, I you got don't, hockey, I dude. I don't You're watch fucking um, working. Yeah, it's my season. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so it's funny that you talk, I, was, I was with a friend of mine who just happens to be this little thing called a bookie. Um, yes. And and last night, and, and I was asking him like, I'm like, is this good for you? He's like, he's like, this sucks. Mm. It's like n- nobody's betting, nobody's watching. Yeah. Like, like to to like these honestly, he's like this. He's like no one. Wa-. He's literally. And I don't know. There was a game on last night, and he's like he was kind of what. Usually he's watching the games, and he's like. Like you couldn't care less, dude. This might be the Nobody's first time that the that the ladies so. NCAA tournament is going to get better viewership than the men's. Yeah, because I mean, when you talk about how 
we, we've kind of gone over this in past pods. Yeah. Like, what happened to the NCAA tournament? All the you know the best players are in a AAU or they're in Europe or they're in the G League. Yeah. So you're not really getting the best players, but you are in women's. I mean, you're getting every, Clark, every getting player in the world. Every, much. yeah, because they you know they don't have that system where they could go and yeah. make a bunch of money playing somewhere else. So, uh, dude, at least we got the women's tournament. I'd say. Yeah. All right. La, last other thing is just the Vikings. It was pretty quiet this week, but there's been a lot of talk about a Will Levis fall in the draft. Yeah. The stuff that was coming out this week is that he is terrible in his interviews. He is like super. He's just a jerk who is <laughs> entitled and I don't know, obnoxious in all ways. And also, he's too damn muscular, which is weird. Why? Why is that a bad? Wait, 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 wait. So he's is that a thing? Yeah, too muscular. He yeah. he looks freaky big, and it you know it, it, people are like that ain't natty. They don't, and all they those, don't like those. the they don't like the quarterbacks to be like too jacked because then I guess they don't throw the limber t- touch passes as much. And so I think like historically there haven't been a lot of like really jacked quarterbacks. Cam Newton was pretty one big. of one of the big jacked guys was Brady Quinn and it never worked for him oh my in the God. pros and so he got too big. I think yeah, people I are think worried that... he's like too big and lifting too much and that he has no touch. He, he is just a fastball. He gives a rat's ass if he can play quarterback. He can play quarterback. Yeah, yeah that's that's where I'm. At. I think this fall is good for the Vikings. I think, think he's it's gonna, more, it's just all the weird shit that's coming out, more likely we're going to get it. I bet you the Vikings are yelling this stuff out to every... They're retweeting the yeah, weird, yes. like, yeah. They They're the ones that He's awful, he's awful. Yeah. Terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. Yeah. Interview was terrible. Do not he's, touch, yeah. do not touch. Yeah. <laughs> I think there might be a lot of that going on here. That'd so. be exciting. It'd Could be, be uh, like we said, there's lots of smoke in the Vikings' new quarterback. I think all quarterbacks so. are weird motherfuckers, aren't yeah. they? I mean, like I goalies. You kind of, yeah, you kind of got to be. If you're going to sort of... Be the man in that way. Mm-hmm. All right, so the last thing we're going to do is we're going to play a game. A game. You you set this up, Jim, and it's oh, a it's oh, a yes. new game for us, game. but a familiar game maybe for Mark. Oh, for you. So you know we got to air something out here. Okay. Um, on this podcast, Eric, how many years have we been doing? Do we care? Um, we have been doing do we care for like I don't know eight years, <laughs> seven years, seven years. We've been doing where and you know the bit is we started yes. out we we bring up an, a news story in TV or movies and then we ask do we talk about it for a minute we ask do we care uh what the fuck's going on over there at the power trip <laughs> with them having do I care and the same bit. I mean, it's, if it's a coincidence, it's a hell of a coincidence, is all I'm saying. So we're going to play a game right now okay. that I'm calling Letters. Letters. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, I like it. Letters. And letters. you know what the letters are going to be today? Letters are going to be what? LV. LV. Those are our letters today. All right, boys? LV. Huh. All right, okay. I'm going to try to do okay. like the right. clue number. I'm going to try to do the whole thing. Okay, so. okay, okay. Are you guys ready? All right, let's LV. Go. I know, I know you don't have a notepad, and I think you usually yeah, would. No, nope. All right, clue number one. There are laws... Regulating this. You buzz in with your name. Clue number two. The first recorded use of this dates back to the 1800s. Clue number three. Right, slow down a little. <laughs> Sometimes it comes with a whistle. Clue. Mark. Life vest. Nail that. Oh, he's good. Eric, you're going to get fucked. I'm d- Keep I'm score, all right? <laughs> every single time that it's initials, yep. I try to play, and I always do terrible. <laughs> is he going to sweep? All right, that was good. Life vest. All right. Item number two. Can be found in major cities like New York, Tokyo, and London. 
This started in 1854. A lot of 1800s stuff going on here. Yeah, that's important. You got to have the shitty clues right away. Um, Known for collaborating with artists. Known for its high quality materials and craftsmanship. Oh, uh, Eric. Yeah? Uh, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, oh, baby. Oh, I was way off. LV. I was way off. Okay. I was not okay. <laughs> We're tied. God, I love We're this tied. Game. All right. Uh, here we go. Originally founded as a railroad town in the early 1900s. Eric. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, shit, dude. You can't lose this. You know that, right? <laughs> I, oh, I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at losing yeah. it. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't This is item number four, I think. Yes. Um, most versions of this are red. Clue number two. This could be natural or created through a device. Clue number three. You're going to like this one. First seen in 1938. Okay. Clue number four. Can be used to hurt people or save people. Clue number something. <laughs> Heroes such as Cyclops, Cyclops and Art. Superman have this power. Laser vision. Let's go. <laughs> nice. I had to go right down to the last yeah, one. Yeah, that one was good. That was a good, good clue. All right. We'll see if you get this next one. Um, has been a supporter of the LGBTQ community. Has written several books, including a memoir and a cookbook. A British restaurateur, author, and television personality. We're going to get to the end on this one. <laughs> Best known for her appearance on reality shows like The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. All right. You're going to like this last clue. Stars in Vanderpump Rules. Uh, Eric. Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump. Yes, yes. No idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't either, do you? No, you really I have don't. No idea who that is. You I was really hesitant because I couldn't. I, was I didn't like, know. Wasn't confident in the what first name. You just had to guess an L L name. Yeah. Loretta. No. All right. Um, what would we got? Two more. Okay. 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 Clue number one. First developed in 1970. Associated with Russia and the United States can be operated by solar panels or zinc batteries. Some have a top speed of 8 miles per hour. Last clue. Also known as a moon buggy. Um. I mean, I really thought that last clue was going <laughs> to... I don't even know what a moon buggy is. You don't know what a moon buggy no, is? No, I don't have any idea. It's something that goes on the moon? Oh... Uh, clue number <laughs> 18. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't really make it much more obvious. Uh, do I, what do I do if, if we can't get it, Mark? Does this ever happen? Uh, you go to the next one? Uh, it's a scratch. It's a scratch. <laughs> what is it? Lunar vehicle? Lunar vehicle. I mean, it's not that crazy. No, it wasn't. I fucking said it was a moon buggy, and you I guys actually, are like, I got nothing. I got nothing. Here. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was picturing <laughs> the little motherfucker, but I had no idea what to call it. <laughs> well, now you know. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I have no idea what to call oh, it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that's beautiful. Got, like, that's beautiful. six wheels and everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Did, uh, yeah, like, I did you win? Who won? Uh, it's tied two to two. Oh, it is? Yeah. I, just... I think, didn't you have the last one? All right, all right. I got one left. Yeah, yes, I one do. One left, okay, yeah. Okay. It was, I think he was up 3-2. I think he's up oh. one on me. Oh, oh shit. I think yeah. he's up one on me. I think this one's okay. important. All right, here we go. Um, clue number one. Can be for men or women. Clue number two. Associated with fetishists. 
Yeah. Clue number three. Made of natural materials. Clue number four. Peaked in the 70s. Last clue. Associated with bikers, punk rockers, and cowboys. Um... LV. A leather vest. Leather you, vest, yeah. You oh, got boy. it. Eric won. How about that? I was trying to figure out vest and I couldn't come up with leather. I was like, vest. Vest. How do you like that? So that's our uh, that's our letters game. Letters game. That's and, um, you know, we're just all going to borrow yeah. from each other, apparently. Yeah. All I right. love it. Last thing, Mark, you got to plug Mustaches for Kids. Yes. One more time here. Mustaches for Kids, yeah. Please head to m4ktc.com. This is for kids. Yes, I got that right. M4KTC.com. Yeah, please sign up as growers. Um, all the benefits, it's proceeds of the Parish Family Fund, and it's going right to the uh, Masonic Home, the children's home. Huge. To got to make that happen. A, uh, the mental health facility. And we're gonna. there's going to be a children's wing, too. We're going to have a little children's playground in there we're going to work on as well, too. But that's something later. First things and foremost, we're going to get this uh, mental health emergency room taken care of, especially for the children that... Uh, we realize now that we need to be taken care of maybe for a long, long time here, mm -hmm. and, and let's start there. So uh, thank you very much. We really appreciate you having me on. And, yeah, m4ktc.com. Sign up as a grower, and maybe you can have a Magnum PI just like Ooh. James over here. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time we have on this episode. Thanks so much to Mark for coming on. It was awesome learning about your career, hearing all your takes. You are a true professional and need to be at least in a three-man crew on the two-way games next year. We'll write somebody a letter. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Good, good, good. We do yeah, love Let me Lou, know how that goes. <laughs> All right, guys. So until next time, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nord East Podcast.